0: It's, uh, Prayer 21 and Cappy, and we're back with an episode Ooh. of the Morning Metro. It is actually, ironically, Friday the 13th.
1: Oh! <laughs> oh I just saw that! Oh, I just saw that! Yeah, too.
0: yeah, we did. we did. We did just see that. So, uh, but we're back with another episode on this, uh, Friday that's not spooky or not weird. Um, and we have, of course, a couple of articles as usual to talk about, um, those of us, and those of you, of course, who are listening by audio, hello! Well, hopefully you're, you're, you're happy to, for us to tickle your ears again, for people who have, like, extra sensory perception with audio, just, you know, give you that nice ASMR. No, not really. No, I'm not gonna do that to you. That's, that's, that's weird. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, we have a couple things to, um, to kind of cover and talk about, and, um, I guess I'll go ahead and, uh... Ask Cappy, how are you doing? How's your How's your Friday and all that jazz? Doing good, doing good. Uh,
1: I have a lot of stuff planned for later today, so... Yeah. I'm really excited about that, but... <laughs> so far, besides it being extremely hot here in Pennsylvania, it's just... Oof. Another day.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a whole 100... If I'm, I swear it feels like 111. It says supposedly it's... it's It says supposedly feels like 99 i kind of disagree i think it's much hotter than that but whatever um so yeah we're just gonna kind of go ahead and jump into it and uh this is now granted this video came out uh, a while ago this is about the framework laptop uh framework is a startup company and basically what they're trying to enable people to do is be able to upgrade their laptops with different modules. Um, as they please and you know as you guys are you know know a lot of laptops are are pre-built it, essentially the laptop is just a, pre- as a you know glorified pre-built and um <clears throat> framework is actually made up of like former uh ex like app employees and a couple other uh groups of people and stuff and it was just really cool. Linus did a really good video about it. Um, I'd play it, but then it wouldn't make any sense. And also, I might get in trouble for it. I don't know. But anyway, um, but yeah, their website is really cool, and it just talks about some of their um, their products and discussing it. Actually, I went to go look at getting a framework laptop, and the, when I went to check it, like the, something about the site wasn't available, or like the pro- I think they ended up like selling out just because Linus talked about it, or something. Yeah.
1: I think.
0: Uh, let me um, check here. But yeah, uh, Cabby, you want to talk a little bit more about this keyboard, kind of what you think? Um, you know, is this going to start send it, setting a trend for laptop manufacturers to kind of wake up to modular installations that are user-friendly? I,
1: I, I honestly think this is going to, I, it, in my personal opinion, it's kind of hard to say right now. I mean, with the whole right to repair legislation being passed yes. and stuff like that, I think I think big tech is going to definitely have to keep an eye out on this. Yeah, and <clears throat> uh, so forth. But I think personally, this is a good step in the right direction, especially for people who work in IT. I could definitely mm-hmm. see where this would be a great benefactor, mm-hmm. or. Something similar to that nature because uh, I can't tell you how many Dell laptops I have to take apart, um HP laptops, and they're just shut. They're such a pain to repair. Mm-hmm. And I think with with this with this type of laptop and the community interaction, I think this is a really good step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, this 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 type of laptop isn't a new concept yeah no there's Um, been other
0: modular laptops in the past right yeah
1: yeah there's there was one from panasonic i believe it was either panasonic or
0: a long time ago
1: i think it was panasonic let me double check
0: um i'm actually looking at the website here under the configurator option and it's not cheap though unfortunately um with this because they've got um they have basically apparently they're shipping things out i guess in waves and batches and stuff and under the wave 4 batch with just what i configured so i added i told him one is 16 gigs of ram uh Wi, uh intel wi-fi 6e um bring your own os because you can get is like a lot cheaper in other places one terabyte uh nvme ssd it costs you around for that little bit alone cost you about a thousand ninety four but yeah so sorry but with but even but even still that's a thousand ninety four of of modular laptop right there for yourself so it's not entirely a bad thing that it's that much considering what you're going to be getting in a long haul uh especially being able to upgrade it yourself i think right
1: yeah, so right now there's not many modules to choose from. Yeah. Uh, granted, this laptop is still in like okay, we're testing the water kind of phase right now. Yeah, and we're we, we do have a physical product that we're going to be shipping, but we need to determine how big the market is for these type of laptops. Mm-hmm. Um, and going back to the Panasonic, they actually did do a laptop that's similar it's called the panasonic tough book but that's oh, more for that's yeah. really more for like construction and heavy traffic areas so on and so forth yeah it's not really meant to be consumer grade whereas mm-hmm. this framework laptop is more consumer grade friendly yeah. rather than you know like construction and stuff like that
0: yeah no i know, think this i think this is really cool because like and and like I also I've I've actually seen those Panasonic Toughbooks before, they're really cool. Like they're definitely very cool. Like if they, oh, yeah. the only thing is that they they have integrated graphics, so it's not like no gaming, obviously. But they're definitely very cool, uh, cool laptops and stuff. So, but anyway, go on and go on what you're saying there.
1: But my my major concern is is how are they doing like warranty claims and. Stuff like that because sometimes motherboards just die, yeah. And it it would be really interesting to see it on how they handle that. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if it's through like a third party like um, uh, Square Trade or something similar to that nature. Um, but I actually had when I was in college, uh, for my networking and telecommunications technology. Classes actually for my first semester used a Panasonic Toughbook. Oh, wow. (laughs) Those, it was, it was actually a really, really neat laptop. Like, all right. I, I, I was honestly half tempted to buy one.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I remember uh, seeing, um, Toughbooks again as I was working on them and, and and I was like, man, I kind of wish I had these because they just look so. Like yeah. they look like you could take somebody out with if you really needed to. Well, um, well,
1: what what's actually interesting about the Panasonic Toughbook is that they're 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 really the ones who really started like the two in one uh craze going on right now, like with like uh, most laptops being able to convert and flip and uh-huh. stuff like that, and the stylus features, so on yeah. and so forth. But they, they were actually the ones who really started that trend. Like, because of that, we have these type of laptops now, mm-hmm. which is which is really interesting. Definitely. But anyway, um, Yeah. But but I'm, I really am interested in to see how the framework laptop goes, because one of the nice features that they that they offer is that the board itself can actually be used um Outside of the computer chassis, so mm. you can actually like 3D print uh, like a case for it and use it elsewhere. Once the once the board becomes obsolete, or after like four years or something like that, uh-huh. so it it really promotes like um User e-cycling, experience. yeah, e-cycling, and so on and so forth. Right. And the other nice feature that Linus Tech Tips covered is that all the screws use the same screw bit yay and the same exact screw as well so that
0: that is a nice feature i absolutely love that feature (laughs) also one of the things that they mentioned in uh the video that linus did was that all the computer parts have um scannable qr codes it tells you which each part is and how to either install and or replace it which i mean talk about having a built-in manual i don't know a lot of laptops have built-in manuals and there's a lot of people who don't know what they're doing with laptops so that is definitely a huge win
1: yeah granted like you know it it it's probably if 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 this does catch on i Mm -hmm. think we're gonna see like a lot of more uh right to repair movements going on and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. Yeah. And also the, the simplicity of repairing your own device, so on and so forth. Like, yeah. One of the nice things I loved about the app, the old Apple iPhones is that in order to take the screen off, you just had to undo two screws at the bottom and that's it. The hmm. screen would come off automatically and you could get inside the Uh, computer or the cell phones' internals, but now we have like glued together phones and stuff like that, which Mm -hmm. makes it a lot, a lot harder to repair. Yeah. And also the fact that, you know, this is a glass back, so on and so forth, makes it a lot less durable.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of variables. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I'd like to see, uh, NVIDIA join up with like framework and having swappable GPUs.
1: Yes, I would I would actually love to see that.
0: It'd be worth Um, more for it to have it. It would just probably be it would obviously be also way more expensive on top of it though.
1: Or or even AMD like Mm -hmm. why not both? Because AMD is still is is really competing with Nvidia right now and Intel on this on at the same same front. Yeah. But, you know, I, I honestly think that this could happen because a lot of uh, GPUs that are external and laptops can be swapped out. But the concern is, is that because of how laptops are made, you mm-hmm. actually have to have like a certain wattage budget, like yeah. on a custom built computer.
0: And mm-hmm. not many laptops are designed to take that kind of load. Also, you know, battery, like, batteries on laptops are just still not the greatest, unfortunately. It doesn't seem like battery technology hasn't really improved for laptops for some reason. It doesn't feel that way.
1: Unfortunately, right now, we're at, like, a standstill with battery technology because there haven't been many... Reasons why to like invest in battery technology, except for like EVs, electric vehicles, mm-hmm. and so forth. I mean, I mean, look at the the uh, Tesla just announced that they redid their uh, batteries recently and mm-hmm. so forth. But but the problem yeah. is, is that again, going back to right to repair, is that Tesla is actually Doing their batteries inside the chassis, where in order to replace the battery, you have to swap out the whole entire chassis of the car.
0: Oof. So that's, that sucks. Yeah. Well, anyway, Um, but yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a good, it's a good product. I'm definitely really excited to see its evolution, see where it, you know, turns into, um, uh, hopefully this will give us more options because, like, laptops can get outmoded so fast you get the latest laptop and like six months later it's no longer like i mean it's still it's still working six months later even after maybe like two or three years but still just being able to have the cut the flexibility to swap parts would be super nice so um yeah. but, but anyway that was something cool that we found and want to talk about it and i think uh this next article will be a good uh segue um ransomware the the print nightmare vulnerability continues part 3 four yeah part 3 part 3.5 <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> all right go ahead and talk about why we're still talking about this why this is still an issue so
1: recently windows i want to say like maybe 2 3 weeks ago windows introduced an emergency patch for their windows print spooler service
0: mm-hmm.
1: unfortunately that patch didn't resolve those issues Oof. and made more vulnerabilities exposed. Oh, fun. Um, so now we have cyber criminals such as, or cyber cyber criminal organizations, uh, such as Vice society and I'm trying to find the other one and crowd, uh, not crowd strike. uh, Sorry, I'm looking for it here. You're good. Uh, Manjabur. Manjabur. Uh, yeah. That, what a name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Don't hack us, please. <laughs>
0: yeah. Anyway, um, go on.
1: So, this winner... Uh, winner, wow. Windows Print Spooler Service is a service uh, enabled by default, and all Windows clients can use to copy data between devices to manage printing jobs. Mm-hmm. This allows the attackers to run arbitrary code, enabling them to install programs, modify, change, and delete data, create new accounts with full user rights, and move laterally around networks. Phew. Now, uh, this is according to ZDNet. Mm. Or those who are on Canada, ZDNet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. One of them is uh, Vice Society. This this group is a relatively new player in the uh-huh. ransomware space that first appeared in June and conducts hands-on, human-operated campaigns against targets. Uh, this group is, is known to be quick to exploit new security vulnerabilities to help ransomware attacks. And according to cybersecurity researchers at Cisco Talos, They've added print nightmare to their arsenal of tools for compromising networks. Oof. Uh usually uh what they've been uh exploiting is actually uh uh small to medium networks, so such mm-hmm. as like school districts, uh government built uh buildings, uh so on and so forth. Yeah. Um So, I think this might become a major problem down the road because oh, I yeah, think sure. I think I think we're gonna have like want levels of damage, like we had right. back in 2014, 2015, if I recall correctly.
0: Wanna 2000? Cry is that old? No, WannaCry was in 2019 or 2018 at least. I know it was at least in 2019. I think it was 2017, if I recall correctly. I I don't know. They all get to be the same basically. So yeah. I I guess the 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 question that people might be asking or I would be asking is okay, so what is Windows going to what's Microsoft going to do about it?
1: Um they're still looking into it to figure out how to do the patch. Ugh. Um but you can actually disable the Windows print or service and you can install third-party uh services as well.
0: Um, yeah, but like to- the the problem is disabling a print service is that, like, we kind of need to print things. You know, printing things isn't, you know, and to, like, go in there, disable it, we're not using it, go in, re-enable it, and then use it, and then go back and disable That's a lot of extra steps that people wouldn't want to, like, do or run or, like, have to worry yeah. about.
1: Yeah, that is true. I mean... Would you rather be secured and go through the extra steps or be vulnerable and have your personal information stolen?
0: Well, the only question is, I guess, like, you would have to ask is, um, because as I understood, this ha- this only affected people who are printed, like, remotely, like, outside their network to their home network, right?
1: That was originally thought, but it's
0: actually on the network itself. But people have to... but. Well, <laughs> Don't people have to go to? Mil- I mean, how do you even get ransomware stuff? Don't you have to go to like a, a shady website or something to get that stuff? It's not like it just gets arbitrarily installed on your computer unless you're doing something st- stupid. I don't know how this would even get installed to begin with.
1: That is a good question. I mean, I mean, as long as they ha- as long as they can gain access to the Windows uh, principal service and attack it with code. They can get into any network, so it, it, it
0: I guess I just mean, be vigilant, be careful what websites you go to. I suppose, yeah, what you download. So, yay, more vulnerabilities. That's fun. So anyway, yeah, that's something. Just you know, three point five of of uh, principal or attacks. Yay. Um, so kind of moving a little bit to like, uh, I guess some kind of esports stuff. As I'm, I'm still attempting to learn how to talk about this stuff. This was kind of interesting um so this comes from esportsinsert.com the headline article on it says ftx named official cryptocurrency exchange of lcs which is league of legends champion- championship series um I, and i'm assuming f it doesn't look like there's an abbreviation for what ftx is from what i would gather but um so i'm gonna kind of just read through the article to kind of get a better idea of what is going on with this to make it easier um The League of Legends Championship Series, LCS, has named FTX its official cryptocurrency exchange partner, representing Riot's biggest esports league sponsorship agreement to date. As part of the 7-year partnership, FTX will present new Most Improved Player Award, and FTX branding has been added to in-game gold across all LCS matches. Financial terms are not disclosed. Riot explained the partnership uh, in an official blog post, citing the consumer interest. At the forefront of every LCS championship, we consider the sentiment and interest of our fans, the company said. This data strongly informs our decision making process, helping us hone in on partners who are relative, uh, relative to our audience and can elevate the LCS for years to come. Those metrics pointed to a direct interest in the cryptocurrency category where FTX stands out as an innovative, thoughtful leader in a space our fans understand. Together, we've only just begun to uh, press our advantage. The deal immediately raised eyebrows from eSports community, and this announcement comes just months after LCS denied TSM from using FTX branding. uh, Source told .com eSports, as part of the deal, Riot will have the ability to remove the branding assets on application or on applicable international broadcasts where cryptocurrencies are strictly regulated. On the contrary, physical or editing physical assets such as logos on, on a TSM jersey is not uh, uh, pro- plausible. 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 Um, fans will begin uh, to see FTX branding across LCS this weekend. The cryptocurrency exchange made its first debut in june with tsm partnership um esports insider says cryptocurrency and nft marketplace make for trendy uh esports partners as of late but not all fans are on board in addition to environmental concerns right risks looking like a hypocrite denying the team the ability to uh, advertise the crypto partnership only to cash in later crypto marketplace. Um, Places are often treated in the same category of risk of alcohol and gambling, which re- which uh, requires international broadcasts and tournaments to be carefully censored in a certain in certain regions. Um. Now I'm gonna be honest. That sounds like a lot of jargon. I'm not really sure what they're trying to get out of it. I guess just somehow making. I guess esports like more valuable or have it like have crypto worth. I guess based on wins or something. Is that what I'm kind of gathering from this?
1: Um, So, not totally 100% sure. I kind of spaced out.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, it just kind of... Like, it sounded interesting, but I have to go... F- like, okay, let's do this. Uh, Can you send me a link to the article? <laughs> yeah, sure. Wow.
1: <laughs> I, I uh, was actually checking out the TX website to see what, what exactly it was, so... <laughs> I'm actually looking at it and it looks like a stock market kind of uh website. It's actually pretty cool, like you can see all the transactions in real time and so forth.
0: This is the article um Thank yeah you. i I don't know like why you would need to attack like I don't see the reason for f t x to be. Like it, uh, cri- cryptocurrency just feels like such a novelty and such a, I don't know, it's, I don't really understand what the advantage to, um, you know, or because I know the way. Okay, so we're talking about. Okay, I do know that for a fact that there was something, um, in, what was it, uh. There's something there about in-game gold. So I know that in-game gold has to do with during matches. Because you kill yeah. minions, you get gold, you go back, you spend money on, on items and games to help you, obviously, uh, level up your champion over time, which is just a general part of League in general. So that's not, like, anything in particular. So my question is, are they, like, if the players kill minions to get gold, does that also mean they're actually mining cryptocurrency while they're playing?
1: Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, to me, it just looks like it's just. uh, To me, it sounds like it's just brand placement. I mean, it's like in like the Spider-Man games, the old older style Spider-Man games, where you would have like uh, advertisements for like Taco Bell, AMD, Mm -hmm. uh, or so. It's just more of a.
0: It's just more of a sponsorship thing, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah. It sounds like that. It it's just that. Like it's kind of like hey. We partnered up with FTX you know we're gonna name we're gonna change all of our
0: endorsing cryptocurrency
1: Our all of our gold icons to the FTX logo or wow. something similar to nature it it sounds like that's what's going on it doesn't look like it doesn't sound like they're actually trying to um They're trying to say, "Oh, yeah, all of our competitors are cryptocurrency mining and stuff like Mm -hmm. that." No, no, it just sounds like it might just be a brand placement kind of thing.
0: There's another article. There was another article about it, but I'm not going to like try to reread and understand it. So, essentially, they're just so the tldr is they partnered up with a cryptocurrency company and stuff like that. Apparently, is what it sounds like. So, all right, cool. I guess I don't know. Um, That's just something that uh, came across. I'm gonna just going to move right along because one of my the weather's honestly making me super tired. This may end up being a short me- episode of the morning metro, quite honestly. Um, another esportsinsider.com uh, one again, surrounding uh, League of Legends, this time from the LCE region. Uh, League of Legends European Championship has entered a data partnership with German software company SAP for the 2021 uh, summer playoffs. It's part of the deal. SAP will collaborate with LCE stats team to create new statistics segments during the summer playoffs. SAP will also provide insights into the performance of fan favorite. I love how they spells favorite with, a, with an OU. Uh, with an OU. Because usually we spell it in America without the, the U. So I just noticed that. LCE players, including how they rank against the, an average of overall players in multiple situations, i.e. team completion, player performance rewards, and objective taking. Um... SAP will join fellow summer playoff sponsors, including MasterCard. Laris Lemaid, head of global sponsorship at SAP, said, With our experience in in in-game analytics and MOBA genre, we are proud to now bring our knowledge of data and software to LCE, providing relevant context and new ways for League of Legends broadcasts, as well as delivering richer and more meaningful insights to audiences in a live stream. Um I think what they're referring to is uh after each match the show host would like analyze the game and give you like different stat information stuff and apparently SAP is just allowing them to have greater yeah. forms of insight and stuff. Um which is kind of cool cuz it's cuz league is a complicated game a little bit depending on how much you want to like dive into it. So being able to have a company that w- makes the game information more um Interesting and relevant is definitely a plus. Obviously, earlier this year, North American esports organization Team Liquid extended its partnership with SAP for the fourth time. The two the two entities have been partnered since twenty eighteen, and this experience has enabled SAP to work with LC Stats Team since spring twenty twenty. Zaya Nep Gen-, Gen Genkaya, I don't know how you say these people's names. Senior Manager of Business Development Partnership for. Uh, Europe and Mena at at Riot Games also comment these names dude please simplify your names for (laughs) dyslexic people there is no doubt SAP is a global powerhouse and the company has carried over its vast knowledge experience and enterprise uh, application software into our world of esports through this partnership SAP engineers have been working tirelessly with our team to help innovate the visualization of statistics to further nourish our lce storylines giving an extra edge to every little bit of data I'm very excited to welcome sap as a summer uh, finals partner to showcase the fruits of our collaborators or collaborations to a wider esports community um and there's like a footnote here uh esports says given the sap and lce teams have working together uh, behind the scenes for some time it is not surprising to see the company officially become an LCE sponsor uh, it will be interesting to see how SAP's technology and data add to viewing experience and how uh, will and how they will help players and team and game. That was a lot of information. Yeah, Thoughts so about was. this?
1: Uh, so apparently it sounds like they're just partnering up to provide better analytics like. um. Like, kind of like a MLB kind of thing, like an MLB level, like how many people just Mm. sit down and, you know, number crunch like Mm -hmm. a person's strikeout or foul ratio and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I think this is going to give a good way into like the fantasy leagues for like esports yeah and stuff like that. Like I think this is gonna be really fun because mm-hmm. I love playing fantasy sports. Mm-hmm. Like I I do it for like professional wrestling like um WWE and all elite wrestling along alongside impact wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like I, I enjoy kind doing that kind of stuff. Like it, it it's fun.
0: <laughs> yeah definitely so. So, um, yeah, this would be really cool. And I, and I feel like sometimes I, cause I watch LCE and LCS and it's really difficult for me to kind of keep up with some of this stuff and some of the data and how, what that all like amounts to. So it's really nice if they're able to add more information that makes the, the understanding and knowledge base of it, like, kind of like more meaningful and stuff. So this will be pretty, uh, pretty cool to see in the next couple of, uh, years. Uh, it sounds like to see what improves and makes it more. Uh efficient and, and all that jazz. So yeah. Good stuff. Um, I don't know, was that all we had for or did you have anything else? I'm just uh-huh. I'm that's out. all I that's God. all I have. I think we're gonna kinda of make it a bit of a shorter than normal episode because yeah. one, I think this I think the hot weather's just kinda of burning us all out really. Ha, burnout lol. Um, although burnout's not actually funny, but lol because it's hot. <laughs> um Yeah. Um <laughs> But anyway, yeah. So that's kind of it from, I guess, kind of from us from the morning metro. Um, a little bit. Well, um, we don't. Have, we kind of threw the show together in a hurry, and because we're all busy and dealing with, dealing with life. But it's fun. But anyway, um, so those of you who are listening by audio, again, thank you for listening, and uh, please tell your friends about the show so we can kind of get more, um, more interest in it. And if you want to email us an article for us to talk about. You can email us um, at the morning uh, themorningmetro at gmail.com. Um, or if you're in a Discord community, we have an article submission channel in which you can contribute articles as well. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. And Cappy, thank you again for, for being here. You can now finally say bye, and I won't cut you off this time. Bye! Because I always end up cutting him off when he says bye. And then I'll say bye. And so that's that. All right, so see you guys, and have a, have a good weekend. Bye!